Hello everyone, it's Justin Dawson, it's the All Things Techie podcast and it's episode 74. This show was recorded on April the 11th to broadcast on the 17th of April because it's the opening of the National Association of Broadcasters, NAB 2023. And of course, in 2023, ahead of the NAB show, NDI has unveiled plans to scale this protocol for further interoperability across the broadcast production spectrum along with introducing NDI Advance and two certifications. In a live-streamed event, NDI, along with the ecosystem's partners AMD, Aver, BirdDog, Mevo, Ross Video, unveiled their vision for the future of video, where hardware, software and cloud services seamlessly interoperate across a shared ecosystem. Video is no longer something travelling through a network, instead it's becoming a network itself, as they called it, the Videoverse. Thanks to the latest advancements in cloud computing, AI technology and 5G networks, video is becoming a truly ubiquitous and main way in which humans and machines interact with each other, said Tariff Syed, NDI President and General Manager. The Videoverse is also integrated in the company's new tagline, Connecting the Videoverse. This could be a new tag, listeners. We have a great show for you. This was recorded early. Why? Because... I sat down with Eamon Drew, co-founder of Bird Dog. He joined me live from Australia. Uh, He's not going to NAVS because he will explain himself. But this is episode 74 of the All Things Techie podcast, where we got brand spiking releases not disclosed only till now. And you're going to hear it in episode 74 of the All Things Techie podcast. Enjoy. Here's the show that loves to talk about gadgets and gizmos, from A-Logic to Yamaha. Cameras to control panels. You get what I mean. We love talking all things techie. In fact, that's the name of the show. And here is your host, Thank you so much for joining us on All Things Techie. I know we're going to say to all our listeners, we recorded this interview before NAB. So we're going to have some really unveiling stuff going to be blow people's minds. There's actually, we were just talking about it off air there, and uh, yeah. Eamon has already blown my mind. I won't, only two minutes or three <laughs> minutes into the into the interview. Eamon, we've been meaning to do this interview for so long. You've 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 had some uh, family updates as well, because that we just have been keeping you busy. Am I allowed to talk about these? You're going to be a. Is this the first? Yeah, I don't, I don't mind. Is this the no, first it's just it's just second. So yeah, um, yeah, number two. Uh, really excited. Um, unfortunately, it lands on the same. Well, fortunately and for unfortunately, it lands on the same day as the biggest show in the post production world or the broadcast media world, which is called NAB, the National Association of Broadcasters, and that starts uh, on April sixteen um, in Las Vegas. So. It's the 100 year anniversary of this trade show. I think it's one of the longest trade running trade shows in. So, in, have you broken it to your wife that you're bringing her to Vegas? Uh, not this year, <laughs> um, given that we're due on the 17th. Uh, yeah, maybe a bit, a bit too skinny. But I've got a feeling that uh, NAB in the future is going to become a family holiday. Yeah, otherwise, I'm going to miss you know. Uh, oh, oh the, yeah, absolutely! Birthdays. birthdays and everything, yeah, going on. So, yeah. are you are you still going to fly out, or you're you're staying? You're staying? No, I'm I'm I'm, st- I'm staying put. So yeah, it's the first NAB I've missed in a long time, and yeah, it just so happens to be the 100 year party. So, 
yeah, I'm not sure how I feel about that. I'll probably get a massive case of FOMO, but... Uh, oh, yeah. yeah well, I'm, I'm keep... sure there's got to be a load of swag cases coming your way to Melbourne to 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 open up and celebrate. Yeah, I hope so. Um, but uh, between you and me, I'm quite looking forward to having a drink because I haven't had a drink for about uh, about a month. So Oh, oh, oh uh... yeah. <laughs> We're now going into the daddy talks, the times where you know that yeah. your wife is pregnant and you, you haven't had a drink in ages and, you know, the first yeah. beer is going to knock you silly. Yeah, no, no doubt, and and for her too, right? So she hasn't had a drink for nine months. So I couldn't, I shouldn't complain. Yeah, so. yeah, we can't, we can't uh, really complain. <laughs> no, I know, right? But uh, yeah, no, that'll be a bit of fun. So yeah, uh, unfortunately, so, and it lands on NAB. It's, it's been so. In other words, it's been a busy like nine plus months then for you, both with bird dog and with family life, and trying to juggle the two hand in hand. Yeah, to be honest, this last uh, little um, push to NAB and you'll see all the products we're announcing and things um, combined with, yeah, baby shopping and going to see, you know, doctors and all this sort of stuff. It's, uh, yeah, it's been a challenge juggling it all as well as the six-year-old at home as well. So, yeah. Oh, that's okay. Oh, six-year-old. Um, wow. Okay. okay, you have your hands yeah. full. Like, I, for for having a, a five-year-old and a three-year-old, you know, and trying to do these type of interviews at all types of day, times of the day, it can be quite difficult. Mm. So, yeah. I, I love the name, Eamon Drew. It, there must be there must be some Irish connection. Is there any other Irish connection? Yeah. No, absolutely, and it's um, it's funny because a lot of people go, Eamon, that's an unusual name, but when you're talking to uh, people from Ireland, they know exactly the the names but um yeah so the story goes that uh my great grandparents one was protestant one was catholic mm -hmm. um and they kind of grew up halfway between uh, uh dublin and, uh, and belfast and um their family name was mcbride so that's my mother's side so obviously i inherited my father's name but if i was for my mother's side i'd be Eamon mcbride we have a irish family crest and all that sort of thing um and uh, yeah, they they were a Catholic and a Protestant, and they chose love, and they they ran away to Australia. So that's that's uh, that's our family story. Do you ever that's get the over Ireland? Yeah, I've been a couple of times. Mm -hmm. um, I've been to Dublin uh, a couple of times. I did a uh, trip where I drove myself actually. So I drove from um, Dublin. I didn't unfortunately get to the south, but I drove from Dublin to uh, Galway. Um, around the the top so did king's causeway and a few things like that and then uh came back down to, to belfast a couple of nights in belfast and uh then i flew off to london oh and I, I spent a night in uh in Derry as well oh nice which is uh, pretty interesting yeah so, yeah so once, once, um, once the kids are a bit older there'll be a trip to ireland i say on the cards uh absolutely yeah gotta get over and show them the the roots so um yeah and stay tuned i'm pretty sure the, now, uh, the I, baby I'm will sure have an irish name so I'm sure if you had a penny for every time people ask you this question, where did the name Bird Dog originate from? Yeah, we do. And um, the story's it's it's a little, I should make up something that's more complex or a bit more romantic or something like that. But essentially the story came about that Dan and I started the business. We were um, actually the distributor for uh, New Tech in Australia, New Zealand and Southeast Asia was, was our business before. And when we learned about NDI, we started, we decided we we're going to make a converter, which was uh, this one here, um, was our first product. But of course you go, okay, we're going to make a product that's, you know, 
it's not the easy bit, but that's what we've decided to do. Um, but then you need to get a name, you need to get a website, all that sort of thing. So we were we were thinking about all the names we could we could come up with. And actually, Dan came up with the name and he sent it to me. And a, a bird dog is a hunting dog. It goes and gets the bird and brings it back. Um, so there's that. There's a couple of tie-ins. There's like the faithful assistant for your camera because this is sort of like an accessory for a, a production camera. Um, but there's also the video send and receive element as well. And I was, I thought, yeah, that's, that's a pretty good name. But bird dog sounds a bit funny to you know put on digital video products and things. But um, I couldn't get the name out of my head, and I, I spent a few days just you know, thinking about it, and I came up with a logo, which was a dog's head on a bird's body. And I sent it to Dan and said, if we do this for the logo, uh, then I'm in. And he said, cool, let's do it. And uh, yeah, here we are. So and, it sort of stuck. What I love, Eamon, is the fact that even if you follow bird dogs, social medias, you, you, you play around with the, the image from time to time, uh, doing different things with the bird dog logo. Yeah, we, um, I don't know how that came about, but we just started messing around with it. And we've done, Every uh, Lunar New Year, so Chinese New Year, um, we change it to be the animal that is that year. So we've had a, you know, uh, what have we had? We've had uh, bird rat, we've had um, bird pig, um, uh, bird tiger, the year of the tiger. And um, I think this year we go into bird, oh yeah, it was the year of the rabbit. So it was bird rabbit. Um, I think there's probably a few others as well. I think we did one for, the 4th of July and yeah, maybe Easter one year as well. So yeah, <laughs> we've had a bit of fun with it. I, 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 like, I like companies that do these type of fun things. Now, you really sell, Birdog does a lot on NDI and that video format. Some people say that it, NDI is too compressed, even though it's, it's cleaner over ethernet and it's greener over um, the use of bandwidth. Um, but, you know, it, it, the point is, you don't do just NDI with BirdDog, you know, like you do a lot, a lot more. Let's, let's, let's go into some of the, the products and the ranges. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. So I think it all starts, our story really starts with this product. Um, and along the way, we uh, actually were the first people to put NDI into a silicon chip. So we have our own implementation of NDI in silicon and that does ndi encode and decode in a in a silicon chip and so it was off the back of that engineering um hard work and brilliance by um by our guys and, and i can't certainly can't, can't take credit for that um that we realized that we we could then use that chip to do other things like this was our first product but we then started putting that chip inside other products like cameras we've expanded the line of converters and along the way, we made a whole bunch of software applications as well to, to sort of tie it all together. Dan and I come from a, a historically a, a, a broadcast and media background. We, um, we met each other when we were teenagers. Um, we were working for a company who were importing like video capture cards for computers. And we sort of went through that whole process. And, and we, we realized that at some point our industry was going to go to IP. And we sort of always just waiting for the, the right format to come along. And um, for, for, for broadcast and production, uh, NDI definitely makes a lot of sense. It sort of is that Goldilocks format between, you know, video quality, it's, it's visual, visually uncompressed. It's low enough bandwidth to send across one gigabit uh, uh, networks. And the latency is low enough that it 
can be used for truly live production. So it's sort of it's it's that Goldilocks format um, without trading off too many elements. You know, you, most people say you know you can have good, fast, or cheap. You know, pick two. But NDI really does tick sort of you know three of those boxes um, in, in, in a meaningful way. Um, and then yeah, across the course of, of our um, life, we started realizing that um, you know having NDI on a single network is great. But what about connecting up other NDI networks um, along along the uh, around the place, you know, potentially around the world? And so we started developing um, a product called Birdog Cloud. And Birdog Cloud is essentially an orchestration um, uh, uh, platform that sort of can tell NDI net can join up NDI networks. It can bring PDZ with you know PDZ control and things like that from one NDI network. Say that's you know in Dublin in Ireland or something like that, and it can bring that across to say London, and it can control the PDZs or the cameras um, from another location. So you know being an IP format, you know really the the possibilities are, are endless um, when you compare it to our old world of um, you know SDI and HDMI uh, kind of you know baseband workloads where one cable goes from here to here and that's it. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's a whole new sort of paradigm in how things can work. And yeah, it, it's sort of also dawned on Dan and I along the way as well that um, you know NDI could. Be really meaningful in the uh, AV space as well, and um, we've started making products to try and push NDI into, you know, the AV world, um, digital signage and corporate boardrooms and all this sort of thing in a in a more meaningful way as well. And you can see that with some of the things that we do, like the uh, SDM module that goes inside NEC and sharp displays to then bring NDI inside the display I, itself. Yeah, that, that's why I've. I've had a couple of them in in my hands and oh. and, and, and as well with the NEC like when when we were doing stuff oh, at cool. my university I just think the whole idea of being able to take an NEC TV and just slot in whatever controller you want into it mm. is it, it like limitless this opportunities of what you can do with with that um the other the other uh, mm. thing that I've seen that Birdog has brought out recently is the pod. Um, I know that was unveiled at ISE in in the past yeah, past year. Uh, the fact that mm. you can just take four sources, make it into from from the NDI into a USB that can be used as webcam, which is just beautiful uh, that you can have that multi switch at a very affordable price. Yeah, we, it was one of the most requested products we've had along the journey, actually, is like, okay, cool. So I've got these NDI cameras. In. How do I get them into my conferencing application? And um, yeah, what Pod really does is it takes the NDI sources. As you said, you can load up to four inside the, the unit. It's got a little button switcher on top. So, you know, you can switch between the sources. But essentially, it's unlimited because you can load up any of the sources and you can push... Uh, you know, sources to it using API commands from QSIS or, um, you know, RESTful APIs or, or or something like that, or even our central pro routing software. But um, yeah, what that does is it basically takes all the NDI sources and then in that last little mile, just presents them as USB so you can plug them into, you know, Zoom and Teams. Yeah. And Google Meet, and, Blue, and Blue Jeans. Or... The disk, no no bigger than the size of your hands in in being able to, to control the four different sources, which is... Uh, 
Yes. Now let me. Uh, I actually have well, one that, on the that, screen, but it's, yeah, I, I, I hit it. So there it is. There's our little pod. Um, you can see see there. It's uh, uh, I'm not Donald Trump, and I don't have tiny hands, but uh, <laughs> you know, I don't. I'm also not a giant, so I've got regular sized yeah, hands. Yeah, and so just one one of... one cable into the back of it. Yeah, correct. One cable, so it's PoE as well, and then uh, USB out the front. You've got a button switcher on top, so you can switch between the the preloaded sources, which you do through the uh, the web user interface. And um, yeah, that's a little pod. No, should be uh, what, hope, hopefully shipping in the next few months. I always think that um, you, I, I had this conversation even with uh, another podcast that in an education on a higher ed vertical, we're doing more and more what's for a better word, what you're even talking about NABs, we're doing live broadcasts. Like, even if it's yeah. just switching between lecture theatres and sharing content to, for my example, I work in a school of nursing, so we have simulation labs mm. that we will be switching between different wards. Um, but we are doing a live broadcast because we are switching live between. And I think it's getting over this idea that it doesn't have to be just one camera that people still see it as the lecture capture and just recording yeah. and do you do you find that that's a difficulty of explaining to different verticals like we can do a lot more than just the simple this is a camera that's recording the room yeah i think so but really it, the people who are leading that charge are people like yourself to be mm -hmm. completely honest. And so it, it's sort of educating people like you um, and other, um, you know, sort of the, the Evixa CTS kind of certified crowd as to what the possibilities really are, because there is definitely a convergence of AV and what I would call, you know, broadcast or production uh, media. Um, you know, any camera can be, like you're saying, any camera can be broadcasting to the internet now, as well as doing, say, lecture capture, as well as being just an ISO recorded for, you know, um, archiving purposes or, or streaming, you know, to multiple places on the internet at the same time. So it's it's definitely converging and it's not as, um, it doesn't have to be as um, confronting or, or te te as technically challenging as it used to be. Um, you know, with SDI products and things like that, you know, you can have little iPad apps and, you know, stream decks and things like that to use to, to, to switch using, um, you know, various things like companion or, you know, QSIS um, commands. So, now, yeah, it's, I, it's, I it's a lot more approachable now. You, you, you do a range of cameras and we're going to talk about new unveilings, listeners and viewers, so stay tuned. But, yeah. you know, what, what I really like when you go onto the Bird Dog website and also on your social media platforms is you always have several deals going on. At the moment, you're talking about the P200, which you call the educational series. Um, is that, yeah. would you consider that the starting level if someone's getting involved with Bird Dog? Yeah, absolutely. So the P200 is kind of like our flagship product. It's the, the camera that we've sold the most units of. There's no secret there. Um, it, it at one point was selling for uh, $3,000. So that'll sort of give you the kind of level where it's at. It's definitely higher end than a, you know, a little webcam or something like that that you, you attach to your computer. Um, it's more like a production camera. It's got a Sony XMOR 
you know, image sensor that's used by broadcasters around the world so you can match them up with higher-end Sony cameras. Um, but yeah, now we've we've managed to you know reduce the cost down to to twelve ninety five, so it's a pretty big saving from where it was. Plus, we're giving away about a thousand dollars worth of free software. Absolutely, so, like yeah, your yeah. your software range. Like I, I was trying to list on my on my sheet here all all the different pieces of software that you have. That 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 at times can get confusing. So we'll we'll go with the we'll go with the basic yeah. starting off. Yeah. So with, with that pack, you get uh, comms pro, which allows you to plug headsets into the cameras and then have like an intercom system. So you can have people talking to other people over the NDI network. Um, you also get uh, central pro 2.0, which is our routing software. So that does things like have um, videos, uh, windows, so you can see the sources, you can switch between them inside the um, app. You can use it to control API commands to um, various decoders, SDM modules, things like that. And you can create playlists. Uh, and then also multi-viewer. So multi-viewer allows you to create um, single windows with multiple NDI sources in it. So for example, you could take in six NDI sources in your, your computer and then send that out as a single NDI stream, but with the six windows, you know, side by side in a, in a um, uh, video resolution. It also has uh, recording built in as well. So yeah, that's the software they get um, for, for education at the moment. Um, um, really like to... for, for our hub, what we call our little hub for our top room, which is an active learning environment room, we have three screens on, on the wall, three uh, 75 inch screens. But what's really nice is that you could also get your video wall software which is less than five, five or $600 uh, uh, Australian that, uh, that could actually do a grid either two by two or three by three. So it li gives you limitless opportunities that if you had three screens side by side, that's giving you an opportunity of putting up nine different images on screen live at, at the same time. Yeah, absolutely. So you can either yeah, have nine different images or you can stretch it together to be, you know, a single image. Um, and that's using either our play or our SDM um, hardware as the receiver. And you're right, it's 500 US dollars um, for the software. And then there's packs where you can buy it, you know, with the hardware as well. So, um, yeah, we, we launched that at ISE and um, it was very pleasing, actually, and quite surprising. It's been the most engagement we've had um, on social media. So, yeah, it seems to be a lot of interest in that product, which uh, which we're really excited about. We started shipping uh, the software about one week ago now, and the hardware packs with the software will be shipping in about one week's time. So, yeah, very exciting. Now, you, 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 we talked about the educational package, the P200. You also have joysticks. I see, I see your joystick over your shoulder there as well. That, that, that gives another opportunity that people some people just go, okay, to control a room using a touchpad, touch panel like the, uh, and control interface like the, the Crestron or, you know, or Acusis. Sometimes, you know, getting your finger on the button is quite difficult on, on I know you, you have iPad software as well, but the whole idea yeah. of a joystick just plug into it at, at an Ethernet connection and then you can have the presets ready to go. Yeah, well, it's more tech for people who may may not have, uh, you know, 
experienced PDC cameras before, it's pretty easy to understand that if I move the joystick around, the camera moves around and you can get a bit of a feel for, for that. You can change the speed of how fast it moves and things like that as well. Plus, actually, that little keyboard's got a, um, a kind of a, a, a stream deck kind of built in. It's got six um, API keys that you can program to do different functions. So, yeah, you can have that uh, in the keys as well. It can control up to 255 cameras from a single controller, and you can just recall them uh, as you like using the, the recall buttons. That do you do you find that more people go down the the route of using the joystick in 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 different uh, case studies, or would they try and integrate it with the QSIS and with the the Crestron end of things? Again, it, it, it depends. It's a little bit of both. Um, it just sort of depends what environment it's going into. We've had um, a lot of like council chambers and higher education. Um, and boardrooms and things like that. They don't want to know about a joystick like that sitting in the in the boardroom. They just want it to be all programmed maybe by the Zoom API or um, through QSIS itself. So you know, using touchpads and things like that, which makes it more approachable for people who just want to sit down and do their meeting. They don't want to know about the technology in the room. They just want it to be intuitive and easy to use. So um, that gives them that opportunity as well. Which actually is interesting. So we're talking about things that you know um, we've announced in AB. Obviously, this is pre-recorded just before NAB. But um, yeah, one of the things we're launching at NAB is a new iPad app, um, which will control NDI cameras. So you can control them all via uh, an, an iPad or an iPhone, and um, you can view them in full screen. And um, yeah, it's just another way to, to to control the devices. What what's the name of this new software? This is the cam control, is it? No. Yeah, I think it's called NDI PDC control. PDC control. iOS. Wow. Yeah. So, like, I so not only that, but if you had an iPad, you'd probably be able to go down the route of if you wanted the simplicity going onto your your iPhone or your your mobile phone, or what, it might be a bit smaller yeah. on, your, on your on your screen, but iPad definitely. Yeah. For moving it around on the iPhone, it actually is okay. But yeah, for viewing, you'd probably want something a little bit bigger, like an iPad. For sure, that that that's super. So, okay, drum roll. The new camera that's coming out for NAB. This is this is the actual show and tell. This is this is the X one twenty. What what really blew my mind, listeners and viewers, is this is Wi Fi enabled. Take a look at so that. So, Justin, you are actually one of the first people in the world to see this outside of our building. So, this is our new camera. It's called X one twenty. Um, we're really excited about this. We've managed to hit a lot of um, uh, price performance things that we wanted to, to, to hit. But uh, yeah, it's got Wi-Fi, so it's Wi-Fi 5. Uh, it's still got your baseband video connection, so you've got SDI and HDMI on there. Um, it's also got IP connectivity over Ethernet, so an RJ45, and that'll do uh, NDI HX or SRT, RTMP or RTSP. Um, and it's also got USB-C, plugging directly into teams and zoom wow love it and, and the, the yeah. beauty of that for for myself working as a support agent in a higher ed is that can fit onto a tripod you could be using that for live events and you even told me and in your powerpoint presentation we'll throw it up on screen as well there's a mount yep. that also has a battery pack on the back of it so you can be totally portable with that camera. Yeah, yeah, absolutely you can. So yeah, we're showing it in NAB as well. And by the time this goes live to air, you know, 
you can you can see it on their website. There's a, a PDZ mount um, with a battery backpack on it, so it uses a, a V lock or a V mount plate, and you can put a, a, a production style V mount battery on there, and it'll last for yeah a few hours depending on the size of the battery. Wow. Yeah, we we sort of figured we sort of figured it was a bit silly to make a wireless camera and then say yeah oh, yeah, but you got to plug it into power. So there is a battery option to make it really ch and truly wireless here. What what what's that? Is, what, I know you're going to be have a joyous occasion with a new baby in the house. You know, getting used to changing nappies and so forth all over again. But uh, and the the limited sleep that you don't have anyways because you have a six year old. But yeah. I, I say I say the the bit of FOMO is un unveiling this game changer of a camera and not being at NAB to see what people think about it. Will you will you do a yeah? Will you do a live stream or anything like that if you have time? Will you will you link in with? We are we are planning to do a live stream that will go live um, as the show opens. But the challenge for me is the show opens at ten a.m. on uh, Sunday the sixteenth, mm -hmm. which I think, if I'm getting my timing right, is about um, uh, two a.m. Melbourne time. And actually, we're booked to go to the hospital at 5.30 a.m. So if I started getting on calls and things at that time, uh, I'd probably... probably None of your team has suggested <laughs> in bringing one of these wireless cameras into the labor ward or anything like that. I say you'd be divorced. Oh, yeah, I think I'd be totally divorced <laughs> if I did that. But um, yeah, there's some, there's some other cool things um, about the X120 as well. I'd just like to highlight uh, while I get the chance. It's got a Sony XMR image sensor in there. So it's actually got the same image sensor that the... P100, the P110, and the P120 use. And actually, the, the NBA in the USA go live to air with our P100, which has got the same sensor. So, you know, they think that that's broadcast quality um, and they go live to air as the referee cam camera on ESPN. So that's the same sensor and you can wow. put it in your boardroom now. It's, it's the same camera that I'm using right now. Um, and you can put that in your boardroom and it's, yeah, it's 995 US dollars. So it's under $1,000 US. So, yeah, we think that's pretty good. No, I think I think that like your price range is so reasonable for 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 these cameras. Um, and do you know what you 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 said that some some people end users would rather the the GUI on on a Crestron or a Qsys. To be quite honest, myself and my colleague, we we're looking forward to getting our hands on the joysticks as well to to be to be able to to maneuver. I I just think that like especially if you have that one thing as well that I'd love to mention to our listeners and viewers is like you have a range of wall plates where it could be the simplicity of being portable and just plugging that in to get. No, no. So I was just looking <laughs> to see if we had one. <laughs> yeah, no, but the, the, I'd, I'd be looking at your site that you, you have the mm. inputs and outputs and you can change the wall plate on the controller, on the software to be an input or an output. Um, to be able to control these things. Yeah, that's right. So the wall plates come in two options, either two inputs or two outputs. And um, yeah, it just allows you to do things like um, have dual encodes. So you can have them say in a lectern and plug in laptops and then encode that into NDI. And then at the other end have the wall plate where it's a decoder and then that'll output it obviously over HDMI to you know um, screens and things like that. Um, 
yeah, so the war plates are, are very cool. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I think it, it could be in our case scenario that the fact that we could just take, if we need to do a finer adjustment, we can just take the joypad, plug it in, have our presets ready to go and be able to maneuver the cameras, get the fine tuning and then, you know, also have it as a GUI on on our our touch panels, whether it be QSIS or Crestron as well. It gives a plenty yeah. of options. Yeah, the, the joystick actually, yeah, you, you're 100% correct. It is definitely easier to, to, to fine tune them to exactly where you want them using the joystick and, and the fine controls. Save that as a preset. Then that preset shows up in whatever you've programmed, whether it's QSIS or Crestron or something else. And then you can yeah, just recall that preset um, using the touchpad. So, yeah, that's a good way to go about it. Now, um, you, we, we're talking about the educational case study there. You, you must, uh, as a founder of Birdog, you must have some really joyous moments. What has been, even if you want to say your top three case studies of using Birdog that you went, wow, we're making a difference here? Uh, yeah, that's really hard. It's, it's kind of gone pretty wide. Um, I'm a bit of a sports nut and uh, I grew up, you know, loving the NBA. So the fact that uh, the NBA use our products is, has been really um, humbling. Uh, and I've had the experience where I managed to, you know, get out onto an NBA court. I, I stood on the Miami Heat NBA court because they uh, they use our, our cameras and there's a case study coming up with them. Um, we've done some medical applications as well. Um, where it sort of made a, a real difference to, to people. Uh, and I think one of the things that Dan and I have always, you know, been you know, grateful and honoured to be able to do is, is offer, you know, um, churches, house of worship and not-for-profits, um, you know, free software and things like that with the, the cameras. I'm trying to think, we've, we've, we've got so many um, case studies like, yeah, it's it's been a bit surreal, if I'm being honest, just the breadth of users, you know, or, if your name is Silicon Valley, big tech company, um, they're using our products. Um, if you name, um, you know, big universities around the place, like um, Harvard, your own university. Uh, That's Justin, right, yes. Um, and other places like that, you know, they're, they're all using our gear. Um, I'm literally just about to post out a, a photo that was sent to me overnight where, you know, one of our cameras is hanging in the New York Mets Stadium. Um, and our distributor over there is is posing underneath. So it's it's kind of hard to to um, um, choose one. I think recently there's been a couple where they're both in sort of the live um, uh, live production kind of space. There was one that we did which was um, uh, based on a, a theater production, which was a combination of hybrid and in-person. And they used a whole bunch of technology to put it together. So it had this like invisible scrim where you couldn't see it between um, the audience and the you know people participating on stage or, or acting on stage. But then they projected things onto it like snowflakes falling and things like that. Um, so it was the, based a, on a total a, immersive reality type of effect. Yeah. And then, and then, because it's you know, it was sort of through the pandemic, they're bringing in remote guests, and then you know, putting those up, those people up on the screen, so they, you know, were like kind of like in audience, and then they had like this big robotic arm, um, which had one of our cameras in it as well, and it's based on a famous um, uh, theatre production called The Orchard, 
And um, that was by our friends at Harlequin um, uh, Theatre uh, over in uh, Boston. And they had a whole bunch of our cameras. And then they were using things like Isadora um, to, to do um, mapping. They had NDI, of course, bird dog cameras. Um, and yeah, it was just a total production. So they're sort of doing it in, in the theater as well as um, streaming it out as well. So that was pretty cool. And then um, another one which was really humbling was um, a guy called Carlos Vivas, who is uh, a Latin, uh, a big Latin American um yeah music star i guess yeah. is, the, is the right word for it he's had over five billion views on youtube and I, to be honest i hadn't really heard of him um, before but he's been nominated for over 50 grammy awards wow um yeah i know and he's sold 30 million albums and he's in the hall of billboard hall of fame and all this sort of thing um and yeah they, they they're using our cameras um you know as part of their on-stage cameras which then go NDI into um, a piece of software called Resolume, and then they use that Resolume to go back out to do the um, uh, the big iMag on the LED screens that are behind him when, uh, when when they're playing. So there's all these kind of applications that they just sort of pop up, and, and I kind a lot of them I just find out about because you know they'll post on social media and tag Birdog, and I'm like, wow, that's really cool. It must be a great feeling to just be like flicking through your phone and just go, oh, someone else is using my 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 cameras. Um, and yeah. like going back to NDI, like NDI is constantly evolving. Like I've I've been have a background in media production and uh, both TV and radio. I used Final Cut mm. way back when oh, it okay. was the old-fashioned version 7 of Final Cut when I went to college to what you can yep. do on Final Cut now, which, you know, there's things that I, I find out on a day-to-day -day basis going, I didn't know you could actually do that. But with the fact of Adobe and with Apple and Final Cut, that NDI 5, it's, it's made to use in post-production with the likes of Adobe and Final Cut, that other video formats can be a bit clunky when you, you, you pull it into to video editing software. Yeah, it's amazing that you brought that up because we, we didn't speak about that before, but one of our big announcements that NAB is, um, is about Adobe as well. So um, we've got uh, some big news coming for Adobe Premiere Pro users and After Effects users where they can connect to our BirdDog Cloud directly from within the, the uh, interface of these applications, Premiere Pro or After Effects. And then they can do like remote collaboration. So you could have say a director um, in London, the editors in you know, Dublin or Burbank in Hollywood, and they can be collaborating on the same project. And it's so fast and tactile that the director and the editor feel like they're in the same room. Um, because the scrubbing on the timeline is so fast and things like that. So that's something that hopefully um, people can check out at NAB because it's it's really really powerful. I um, you know super, having super... having a broadcasting background, I think like I've been to ISE. I'm hoping to get over to Infocom in Vegas now next year. That's that's the big dream. Uh, but NAB, mm. I think, would just blow my mind with the the broadcasting ends of things. It's a crazy big show. Um, I think at one point it was the biggest trade show in the world. Um, I believe there's other ones that have overtaken it now, but um, I think if you go back like 20 years, it was the biggest trade show full stop, regardless of industry, which is quite amazing. Um, and yeah, it's the first time I went there, it, it totally blew my mind. I was, I was probably early 20s or something like that. And yeah, I was just like, wow, this is, this is crazy. There's like halls and halls and halls full of 
you know, TV and broadcast and production gear. So yeah, it's pretty cool. And you've seen the changes through the years as well of the technology as well and things that have flopped and things yeah. that have... That have <laughs> oh, there's, so, there's so many so many names and uh, it's one of the things about the, the broadcast industry is everyone will reminisce about, oh, do you remember this company? And then you'll be talking to someone like, yeah, I remember that company. I used to work there. Or three D three D glasses on 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 TVs, yeah, that never caught on. Curved TVs, no, no. that's <laughs> caught on. But one thing's for certain that NDI is evolving. It is it is constantly there, uh, and I think, mm-hmm. as you say, Bird Dog is is pushing the scene with the full NDI as well. So that sort of answered my question that I was going to ask you. What's your favorite trade show? It, I guess it is NAB. Yeah. Yeah, to be honest, actually, my favourite trade show is um, has become IFC, uh, mainly because of the location, right? Like, uh, once you've been to Las Vegas a few times, you know, you sort of, it, it is what it is, right? It's a fun, fun place for a few days. But after working there for, you know, two or three days leading up to the show, four or five days at the show, and another day or so after the show, it's a, it's a grueling, you know, sort of 10 days, um, you know, living in a casino, it feels like um, for for the whole time. So I prefer like yeah, ISC where you're in Barcelona, which is a beautiful city, or you know, previously to that it was in Amsterdam, which is also a beautiful city. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'd, I'd probably prefer that trade show to be honest. Yeah, and uh, yeah, getting... please, please thank, please thank. No, 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 I, I, I asked, I asked, <laughs> I asked all all my listeners and all my interviewers the same question: whether they like what's their favorite trade show, um, and you know what, like I, I think. I agree. It, it, it's going to be the American experience if I get over to Vegas next year and seeing a bit of Vegas that I've never, I've never been to Vegas. So yeah, but I say once you've oh. done it, once you've done it once or twice, you're like, yeah, okay, it's it's a gambling paradise. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a time in my life where I was doing um, uh, both CES and NAB, uh, so I was spending a good, you know, um, two weeks you know, 14 to 20 days or something like that per year in Las Vegas. And I was like, yeah, this is getting too much. Yeah. And I, I guess now with, with the new baby on the way that it's going to be cut back on a bit of the trade shows of, or leaving us up to Dan to do. Well, hope, hopefully Dan, Dan's not listening, but yeah, I, I, I love traveling. So, um, you know, it's one of the perks of the job is getting around the world and, and, and getting to go to really cool, cool new places. And um, I don't, I think seeing customers is what what I love the most, and hearing about you know people who've had success with their products and things like that. So that's that's the thing I, I really enjoy the most. But um, yeah, with the baby on the way, it's going to be a little while before I, I travel again. I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> now, for for those starting off in with Bird Dog and NGI, what's what's the best place to go for some training if if people want to train up on NDI and and Bird Dog software, of course. Mm, yeah, so we're, we're actually working on some training courses at the moment um, for bird dogs specifically. Uh, to get trained, really, I think um, probably the best thing to do, honestly, is just engage with us. We're not a you know a pushy sales organisation that you know is going to put your details in a CRM and, and then hit you every couple of weeks. But um, yeah, we're happy to do demonstrations anytime. Um, you know, do demo equipment and things like that. So uh, yeah, you know, I think the best place would be to just you know. Get in touch with us over email. Ask us some questions. Ask us anything, and um, one of the friendly team will get back to you. Um, yeah. Well, even 
I, I appreciate that. I'm, it's late in the evening there over in Melbourne. It's it's nearly midday here in in in, in and you have the coffee as well. If if people yeah. want to find out more about Bird Dog, where, where's the best place to go? Yeah, birddog.tv. Um, so it's B-I-R-D-O-G.tv. Uh, one thing I would like to mention before yes, we, we wrap up is another piece of software we're launching in NAB called uh, Fleet Manager. It's free, so there's no, you know, there's no price. I'm not trying to sell anything here, but it's it's something we've been working on for a long time, and it's really cool. What Fleet Manager does is it's a single window, single application, and you can see all of your bird dog NDI sources in the window. So you can see the status. Red, you know, green light means it's active. Red light means it's not active. You can see the stream name, the device name, the IP address, um, all of that sort of thing. But the really cool thing is you can update firmware for the devices directly from inside the software without ever having to leave. So it'll go and find the firmware online, pull it down and then push it to the device. So it's a really easy way to manage um, your bird dog devices. That's called Fleet Manager. It'll be shipping really soon. You can see it in NAB. And I love the fact that you have so many different softwares to just operate this, the camera systems, to multicam, to, to just viewing it. And the fact that it's all license free, ready to go. Once you buy the package, it's 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 there for you. And as you mentioned earlier, that you're working with a lot of charities and houses of worship to to get them on the road and and get them them streaming, whether it be to capture or whether it be live stream. I think that's fantastic. Yeah, look, I, I think. Um... Honestly, the most rewarding of all of the projects is always going to be house of worship, not for profit, and um, you know education. So yeah, I think the more we can help out those uh, organisations, yeah, the better. Well, I'm I'm sure we'll be in touch, Eamon, uh, on the email and also through your social media platforms uh, to to give the update as well. This is this show, of course, has been pre-recorded. It's going out on the seventeenth, uh, uh, so next week. And uh, hopefully by that time we'll have some announcements also about uh, a new a new member of the family as well, Ian. Yeah, I, well, we, yeah, we definitely will. So um, yeah, uh, 17th is the date. So hopefully uh, all goes well, and um, and hopefully yeah, he or she is going to take over the empire of Bird Dog then going forward. Well, they can fight it out with Dan's kids. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, we'll see. Uh, we'll see. Um, but yes, we're. Dan and I are very good friends. This is the thing we Dan and I met each other when we were both eighteen. We're working for the same company, and we've been you know great mates for for the whole time. So yeah, it's uh yeah we'll see what happens in the future. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm really excited about the immediate uh, future, obviously with Bird Dog and obviously the uh, little family as well. Make sure to follow us on Twitter. All things Techie Podcast. My thanks to Eamon Drew for joining us on All Things Techie. What a great guy. Can't wait to actually meet him in the flesh and in person at some future trade show. Hopefully it's going to be Infocom. Could be ISE. Who knows uh, if Eamon's able to get some time away from the family. But uh, wish him well. And uh, won't have the release of the news of the family uh, growing in size until later. But uh, I'm sure we'll update you in the next episode episode 75 that's all from the all things techie podcast episode 74 i hope you enjoyed it i really enjoyed releasing the brand new spanking new news of bird dog and 
I love that new camera, really do, and all the software that's coming as well uh, with BirdDog and uh, their NDI capabilities, including the fact that that something that wasn't we didn't get to talk about on this episode until he sent me the PowerPoint slides to go with this presentation, and BirdDog is also bringing out a software uh, app that's going to uh, be available on the Google Play Store that will uh, give you the ability to select an NDI stream and any Chromecast or any uh, Google device that has Chromecast and built, so you could put in a Chromecast, plug it into the HDMI at the back of uh, any TV, and you can select an NDI stream. Prices to be confirmed, but that is a breaking news story as well. Really looking forward to that. And if you're at NABs, I'm jealous. I am jealous. Maybe I'll get to NAB uh, in some not-so-distant future. But that's all for episode 74 of the All Things Techie Podcast. Thank you for listening. Uh, Until episode 75, like, comment, subscribe, tell all your friends. And uh, the new website for All Things Techie is coming very, very soon. Check it out. Talk to you soon. Thank you for tuning in to All Things Techie Podcast, part of the Extreme Media Network. Follow us on Twitter at AV Tech Junkies. Subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. You can also watch our show on YouTube by visiting youtube.com forward slash at Justin underscore or underscore Dawson. Previous episodes of our show can be found on our official site, www.allthingstech.ie. For advertising and sponsorship opportunities, please visit www.extrememedia.ie.